What's up everybody, Mike Wiedemach back at you. Um, today we're gonna look at the gym as an ecosystem, right? So it's basically like like a zoo or a swamp, whatever you wanna call it. A lot of interesting animals do live there, right? So a couple of classics would obviously be the grunter, the slammer, rather annoying, like if you can't lift the weight, if you can't put it down properly, it's probably too heavy. You know, then there's the moaner. It's also, it's always a bit creepy, like people moaning when they lift weights. Like, I rather have the grunter, to be honest. Then um, there's always the guy who wants to work in, right? And that can be so annoying. I mean, I don't train in public gyms anymore, courtesy of my own gym. But so I remember my, my friend Chris and I, we were deadlifting and we had, I don't know, 350 or so on the bar. And this gentleman comes in, he's like, oh, can I work in with you guys? And he was like, I was going to say like a buck 40 soaking wet. So we're like, oh, how are you going to deadlift this? And I'm, okay, so he starts taking off the plates, all of them. And then he starts curling the bar. And we look at him like, you must be clinically insane. Why don't you just take 25 pound dumbbells and curl them? Oh, I like barbell curls and it's the only bar. So since we were at the time and place of the gym, we had to be polite, but I really want to, you know. And there was another time when uh, I was working at a narrow cable. So to make you understand that my gym only had one narrow cable. And you know how most cable apparatus, they have like a pull-up set up on top. And then my gym had another three stations that were just for pull-ups. So this guy comes and he's like, oh, can I do my pull-ups in here? And I was like, dude, there's like literally like seven pull-up stations open. Like, why? Why? As I'm really confused. Or sometimes you also wonder what the gym owners are thinking about, like when they set up the equipment. So there was the chest press was facing into the glute kickback machine. So you would have some guy doing 30, 40 reps a leg, kicking back, like lifting his behind in the in the air, and you trying to do a press. That was uh, rather disturbing. And then, of course, there is the guy who doesn't rack, right? We all know him. Usually, the leg press leaves eight plates. And then, if you tell him something, you get him to just fight. And, and I think the solution is actually very, very easy. So, the gyms should just do this. They should have a person on the, on the floor that say, Oh, I'm sorry, you left your weights over there. I'm not cleaning them up. Okay, that's fine. Then, the floor guy takes a picture. And every pound that has been left upon the machine is a dollar. So, 800 pounds. Off you go, right? Problem solved. Then uh, there's always a guy that doesn't smell so good, right? One time I was training at, there was a guy who was, it was really bad. I think he was an alcoholic and it used to come out and he would just always store his sweaty gym shirt in the locker and then he would just take it back out a couple days later when it was dried. So one day I went, this was in Midtown Manhattan, I went down to these like tourist shops where they have all these like, I love New York shirts. And I bought him, I believe, 10, you know, and I put them in his locker. And I was like, let's see if he gets the hint. And he was still wearing his shirt. I'm like, well, you have 10 clean ones now. I was like, ah. And also, it, was, it has gotten rather annoying. So it's like, so when I started training, um, it was always, people always fighting over the music in the gym. Then came the Walkman, and then what so on and so forth. And then people kind of had their, had their own music. So one would think that has been settled. But then these little boom mics came, the boom box, right? these little cylinders, and people started bringing them so they could play their own music, but not into the headphones, but blasting. So I mean, this guy like, so I go over, excuse me, I'm a bit confused. What do you think would happen 
if every single gym member put his own, her own music on blast? Well, it'd be really fucking loud, wouldn't it be? And then he just looks at me like he didn't comprehend. So I said, do you want my headphones? And then he finds working whatever I want. And I said, actually, no, because you're disturbing others. Then you have uh, the cardio girl, but that always has to have a certain treadmill. I remember I was warming up on that thing, and then she was standing next to me, and I was like, can I help you? Um, I'm waiting for the treadmill. I'm like, what happened to the other 25 treadmills? No, I like this one. I'm like, why is it run faster? I mean, we're running on the spot, so it doesn't really matter if you run any faster. And then he was like a vulture circling me with a treadmill. And I was like, this is a very strange behavior. But since I'm not that big on cardio in the first place, it was rather easy for me to give that up, you know. Um, yeah, girls in the gym, like, I understand it, you know, they are obviously, people stare at them and it's somewhat of a sex environment, it can be. But... I also think that we have all seen enough glute progress pictures in our lifetime. So this business of getting in front of everybody in the mirror to literally hold your rear end up and then take endless selfies while you have the resting bitch face is also completely unnecessary. By the same token, it's because your glute workout is so critical. No, you can't do walking lunges with a 10-pound barbell on your shoulders in a small New York City gym. We don't have the space. This isn't Texas. You can't walk around. You cannot inconvenience everybody else to get out of the way because you have to do this. There's stationary lunges. There's Miss Machine. There's dumbbells on the spot. Pick something, you know. Another strange thing that came up is bring your gallon of water to the gym and then fill it at the fountain thereby creating a massive traffic backlog for everybody else. Remember the 90s when everybody died of dehydration because they didn't have their gallon? Like, oh, I forgot my gallon. Another never happened, right? Never happened. So weird. So not only that, so people have these gallons, right? And they have sayings. So like, halfway there. And then at the bottom it says, you did it. I say, yeah, you drank water. Cool. Like, you want a medal? Hey. That really, that's your great goal for the day, to drink all this water? How much water do you need? That's a good question. So, you need about a quart per 50 pounds of body weight per day. So, if you weigh 200 pounds, it comes to about a gallon per day, not per workout. This also includes what vegetables, fruit, and so on and so forth. You know, If you're like an unlucky soul like yours truly, with a sinusitis and you breathe through the mouth, you probably use up a little bit more, but that's a pretty good guide, guideline. And another thing that I can't comprehend is like, uh, for those that don't know, but it's, this is actually true. I do have a master's in history. So the other day I'm looking around, I'm like, holy crap, the Victorian age is back. We're wearing corsets again, these AK sweat belts. I mean, have these girls ever opened a history book and see what that does to the organs over time? It's horrible. And like, no, you're not burning any more fat. You're just sweating. Like, why would you put yourself into those things? That is really bizarre. And then, of course, every gym has their local roid guy, right? These like this big dudes usually selling gear in the locker room or what have you. Well, we had one, even one better. So it was, a, it was the, the roid guy. You know, he just kept getting bigger. Never liked his physique, but that's also not up to me. He was just 
And then he had a girlfriend. And she also got enhanced, but more like in the plastic sense, so you know, boobs, butt, and so on and so forth. And she always looked so angry coming into the gym. And like he always had like a thousand yards there. It's like, all right, this is it. Stalingrad, 1942. Must be back to Germans by myself. No, it's just a chest workout, dude. Relax. You don't have to be so serious. And it was so he was, like I said, he was pretty big. And she would always carry his bag and his water bottle. I was like, so you're so strong and you're using all this gear, but you can't carry your water bottle? But it may, maybe that was the thing that has to work for them. So that was that. Um, it's also the guy that blocks a lot of equipment, right? That is also really annoying. So uh, when, I, when I trained at the public gym, uh, we used to go in the morning, think like 5.30, 6 a.m. And that was very nice because usually it's only seniors who have insomnia and yours truly. And those guys would just do their own thing and I could just train. So one guy come, um, come in and I wanted to do like a little bit of you know, chest and tries, I believe in. So I start working at the dip machine and this guy comes, he's like, oh no, I need the machine. And I said, but you're over there. And he goes, yeah, but I set up the circuit of, uh, for my arms of eight machines. So I said, do you have eight memberships? No, I have one. Then you can't have eight machines. You retarded? Like, no, you can't. Usually those people also do this at rush hour, which is extremely annoying. Um, or people who are just oblivious of the environment. I remember I was trying to, I was um, incline pressing 120s and I was trying to walk them over to rack them. And um, so there's this guy who stands, of course, like in the middle of everything, doing hammer chords with 15s. No headphones, mind you, that's important for the story. And I'm like, excuse me. He keeps on curling, doesn't move back or forth. Excuse me. Excuse me. So I drop the dumbbells. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're standing in the middle of traffic with your whopping 15-pound curls? I don't think he ever came back. I had a lot of strange guys. So the, the gym had one long cable, you know, for pack flies. So there was a guy who was grabbing both ends. Then he would dance. That was so bizarre. So aside from the fact that, like, whatever, we also had, we actually had a, a proper, like, class slash dance posing room downstairs. So you would go, like, hey, can I use the machine for what it's intended? Like, cable flies? He's like, nah, I'm working on my routine for... I, I just have another seven minutes. And you're like, okay, I, I, what do you say? That? You, you can't even argue, right? So, um, uh, during my swimming career, one of the things we did was the, uh, the three-minute leg extension test. And that, that, that is annoying. That, that is really difficult. Because you kind of like, you, want, you, want, you don't want to pick like a baby weight, but you also, if you make it too hard, then three minutes become really, really long. So anyways... We had this girl, she was actually, she was a good breaststroker, she was really good. She just started crying hysterically after 90 seconds. She couldn't move anymore, nobody knew what to do. So that was uh, extremely awkward. Then uh, my gym, there was a guy, I call him the philosopher. He was very well read and so me having a degree in philosophy also. But it was always like, so when he came, right, it's like, do I want to have a great discussion or do I want to work out? Because there was no way to escape him once you started talking to him. We could 20, 30 minutes, you know. And like I said, he was uh, he was very likable. But I just really wished I met him outside the gym, like in a park or so where I didn't have you know, to work out. You know? 
So anyway, that's uh, my summary of uh, gym types. I'm sure I've forgotten a lot. But, you know, every gym has those. And in the grand scheme of things, uh, let's not forget there's also a lot of people that work extremely hard, that get into great shape or that help others, good coaches. So, you know, gyms are definitely there for the better of mankind. I strongly believe that. And, you know, without, I mean, everybody has some weird little things going on or whatever. Like I, I certainly have, have, have my kings. And, uh, you know, that, that's what makes life colorful, right? In that sense, Mike out. <laughs>